Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you guys, this is Carlos Torres, Major League Baseball player, and I've been around a lot of gloves in my life and my days, and I tell you what, go to VincePro.com to check out real quality, best leather, best craftsmanship, everything all together, the whole package. Go to VincePro.com. Located in Stillwater, Oklahoma, sits Cowgirl Stadium, home to a team built on kinship, ambition, and tenaciousness. Home to a team that is ready to wrangle and corral the stampede that comes with college softball. Get your lasso ready. Here are Jared Rogel and OSU head softball coach, Kenny Gajewski. Welcome in. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel. As always, we're presented by Vinci. Check them out, VinciPro.com, for all your baseball and softball glove needs. Also, have some great, great sunglasses on there and some batting gloves as well. Uh, we are live, as always, on the 100% Food Hotline. Check them out at SpaceNutrientsStation.com. Really quick, couple coaching milestones. Over this past weekend, Hale State head softball coach Van Studeman hits the 150 mark. Baylor head coach Glenn Moore hits 750. And Bama's Patrick Murphy hits 900 career wins. Coach Gajewski, how are you? I'm doing great, Jared. Thanks for having me. So, Coach, let's start right there with those three coaches hitting their milestones, respectively. Which one stands out to you the most? Oh, shoot. Um, I don't know. I think probably Coach Murphy. I, I, and no no disrespect to uh, um, Glenn or Van, um, but, I mean, 900 wins, pretty young guy, um, been doing it for a long time, and really, really, really probably got the SEC on track, really. He's probably the guy that um, got that conference rocking, and uh, so I think he deserves a lot of – a lot of credit, already a Hall of Famer, um, and um, just does it time and time again every year. He's uh, uh, probably one of the first schools, if not the, the first school, to really in, introduce big crowds, do our game, you know, at, at home. They, they've had crowds of over 4,000 at times, and um, be- beautiful ballpark, and he's just, he's just done it well. He's done it right and um, classy in every way, so um, – out of no disrespect to the other two, I think it's just very Im- impressive that a guy at his age has already got 900 wins. Definitely. And just to just to jump on that and, and build on that, I actually got asked right after that 900th win happened, somebody sent me a text and said, do you think it would have happened sooner or later had he actually gone to LSU? And you know what? That's a really hard question. But I think it would have happened maybe about the same exact time. Yeah, he's based on just based on the rosters and knowing the way that he recruits the kids that have come through the program. I think it could have happened maybe about the same time, maybe a little bit earlier. But coach, let's jump into a big trip down to the Michelle Smith Invitational in Florida this past week. Um, let's just break down each of these games individually here. Uh, first game, Tennessee, you know, when I look at this game, it really comes down to 
you know, a, a couple tough errors and in, in the in the small things. We always talk about you have to do the small things right. You can't make the mental mistakes. Your thoughts on that Tennessee game and what you took out of that? Well, I, I you know, we knew go, going into this weekend that um, these were gonna. I mean, we had uh, five quality games, and and we were gonna have to uh, we were gonna have to bring our bring our A game, and um, we did that with Tennessee through through the first. Four and a half. I mean, we went, we actually were playing well, and we were in that game. I think it was four to three or uh, something like that. And then they just um, they put some pressure on us, and we just weren't able to answer. Um, we weren't able to make a few plays. Um, Brandy threw the ball well. We just didn't. We're, when she's pitching right now, we are not helping her in the ways that we're capable of. And part of that's the, the other team, and part of that's us. And so we've just got to figure out how to how to how to um, punch back. I mean, we're, we're, um, I was real curious to see what was going to happen if we got down and we got down and got right back up and scored runs. Um, but, but we weren't able to, to really punch back. And so um, I think it's, we're just still in this process of figuring out who we are and not accepting, um, you know, not, not accepting this, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the hard thing. Um, and, um, and it just got away from, from us in the fifth and sixth, and and they ended up uh, just finishing us off, um, and 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 that's and we'll learn. We'll just have to learn. About the second game, game number two against Auburn, um, a tough loss to them, six to one. Um, thing besides doing the small things right, and I guess this can really be counted as a small thing, especially when you look at pitchers, is against a team like Auburn. And against a team like Tennessee, you can't afford to give away anything. With that said, Casey had a pretty good game inside the circle for you guys against Auburn. Just a few, you know, blitzes, and and it gets away, um, especially with those, you know, the two hit batters in the fourth, and then uh, Gibson bringing in the two to the, to extend that lead. Um, you know, talk about game two for us. Well, I'll tell you, I, I was um, I was really optimistic about what could happen in this Auburn game. I thought that Casey was going to be a tough matchup on them with all their left-handers, and she, and she proved right. She 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 really kind of dominated their one through four kids. I mean, I think out of their one through four kids, I think they were only on base three times, and I don't know that there were any hits. Um, there were a couple walks. What killed her in that game were a total of seven free passes. I think she hit two or three and walked four or five and, and just added up to seven, I think, free free passes. And you can't give um, a team like Auburn or a team like Tennessee, um, you can't give these teams free passes. And if she could eliminate those, um, that game uh, would have been a 2-1 game. And it might have been a different outcome. I, I – um, that – that game was a lot closer than 6-1. We had the tying runs on um, twice in the fourth and the or the fourth, fifth, and sixth. I, you know, I think, and um, and then they scored those they, they scored those two in the seventh and took the wind out the wind out of us. And and um, we were right there. And I think our girls were very um, aware that they were right in that game. And um, we just couldn't get the knockout blow. Um, and 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 that's kind of been the the theme up to that point of our season is we've been getting runners on base. We just haven't been able to get those big two out hits. And, um, 
and that's what good teams do. But Casey was just outstanding, um, and, and if she can limit those free passes, um, she can beat anybody in the country, and I, um, I thoroughly believe that. She can beat anybody in the country. Now, when you look at the game against DePaul, 7-2 win, um, the first of two wins uh, for OSU this weekend. This it, We say it so many times. It, it is called fast pitch for a reason because it all starts in the circle. The steel, again, the steel line that uh, Karen Weekly used when she was on the show with me. 77 pitches for Brandy in this game. Just talk about how good she was in this game and, you know, your thoughts on her as well as everybody else going after, you know, going into the South Florida game after this one. Well, I, I, uh, Brandy was really good. Um, this is her second game that she's pitched against DePaul. They're a well-coached team. They're very aggressive. And so we thought that she was a good matchup to begin. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in our, after our first weekend, but Brandy pitched against them in Texas. Um, through a complete game, complete seven-inning game, and threw 54 pitches in the first game. And to turn around and throw 77, you know, she's, she, she basically in 14 innings against them threw under 140 pitches and gave up two runs. Um, I, I can't say enough about her. She's pitched way better than what her numbers show. Um, defensively, we have not helped her with, with, with a few, um, physical errors, um, some mental errors, um, and, uh, we just haven't made it easy on her in any of her games. And, um, when, when we finally do that for for her, it's going to really help her out, but she's, she's been a rock. Um, she threw very well and our bats woke up and, um, we had some two out hits and we did, we just, we made some nice defensive plays and really played well. Now, just to put that 77 pitch count in the perspective and, and everybody listening just heard Coach talk about the total amount over the last two games against DePaul that Brandy has had. DePaul, in this game alone, had 169 pitches. So, any you know, Coach, my thought would be any time that there's that big of a disparity, you know who's winning the game. I, and I, and um, I, and I, I mean, totally just, agree. I mean, we had, a chance, we had a chance to score 20 runs in that game, and we just couldn't. We just didn't. We, we got a couple two out hits, but we didn't get we didn't get enough. Um, but we had runners on base. I think we had the bases loaded in the first three or four innings, and didn't uh, didn't score until the. I don't I don't actually know when, when we scored, but I, I don't think it was early. It might have been the fourth. We just couldn't get that you know that first run across, and then once it happened, we kind of got some confidence but it's rolling, and that carried us into our next game. And that next game was a, a big one, a 12-3 win over South Florida. This game comes down to two players, Montgomery and Nicholson, both hitting grand slams. Coach, your thoughts on this one? Well, it was. I mean, we, we um, you know, the game was, was, score, was scoreless, I think, through the first two, and then, um, our girls just something clicked, and we just got going. And um, two big home runs, um, a lot of two out hits, a lot of really good at bats. I think I wrote down on my uh, my lineup card. I think we had like 26 what I would call quality at bats, and um, 
And uh, when you have that, you're going to be a hard team to uh, beat. And um, the the big, obviously, those were the uh, big hits. But we had a lot of other two-out hits. And Taylor Lynch kind of got back on track. She'd been struggling up up to that point. I think she had two or three hits in that ball game and got her going. And But, again, um, you know, what made it easy, Jared, was Casey Freeze was really good. And um, she was really good. And, and um I don't even know if they score any runs, um, but we were, you know, we were up 12 zip, and um, and uh, I just started playing our defensive back, and then they they dropped a few bunts down and did a few things and got their really fast kids on base. They they've got some really athletic kids, and um, I just said, hey, if you know if they want a bunt, I'm fine with that. We're up 12, and then they <laughs> did, and I was kind of shocked, but that's fine. I don't that's fine, you know, with us. They're gonna play the way they play, and. They got those bunts down, and those girls got on base, and 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 they were able to scratch a few runs across there. But Casey was unbelievable, and didn't allow a lot of extra bases, and didn't allow those free passes. And you know, when the other team doesn't score, it's just a lot easier. And and um, uh, you know, so so I want to make sure that we we know that Casey was really good. Definitely, uh, Coach. What did you talk to her about, or, or what did what did Coach Morgan in particular talk to Casey about after that Auburn game that you think put her in a in a good mindset going into that South Florida game? Well, I think when we were able to, to go back, I told our team, I said, "Hey, um, there there are no moral victories here, um, but there's there are lessons in every game." And and um, I told Kate, I told our team, I said, Casey, you were you were really good, you know, tonight. And um, but really good that's not going to beat a good, good good team. You've got to be great. And uh, and uh, if you can eliminate these these um, uh, lapses of uh, concentration or whatever it is um, that allow you to give up some of these free passes, um, I said, Casey, you can beat anybody, anybody in the country. And I've seen the best teams. I've coach on one of the best programs in the country. I know what these kids are like, and um, you you can beat any of those teams, but you can't do it giving them seven free passes. And um, and she came out and did her next game, and she was lights out and um, against South Florida, and then carried her into carried her into yesterday as well. And yesterday, a, a tough one to you know to James Madison, four um, one loss. You know they go they go up to Montgomery comes in in the sixth, homers, um, great hit for her there um, with that home run the pull within one run. You know after this game, coach, you said that you learned a lot about your team in particular from this game. Um, what what did you feel that you learned about this team after this one against Daniel? Well, I just um, obviously I've got a ton of respect for. For Coach Dean, um, what he's doing there is unbelievable. Um, he has got a really good team, and I told him when when we we were were, were uh, done, he's got a he's got a he's got a super regional World Series type team. Those kids believe it. Those two pitchers are unbelievable. Um, they play with some with some moxie. They play with some swagger, and they think they're good, and they are good, and and that's half the uh, battle in this game. But I tell you what, I um, our girls, we took some good at bats. I mean, we we um, we were not easy outs for uh, for uh, good. Um, we 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 made it hard on her. We had runners on base. Maddie Sue 
had that big home run that, that, that brought us in within two to one. And um, and I'll be honest, I thought in my mind, I said, I think we're going to win the, win this game. I really felt it. And um, and I think they felt it. They immediately took her out because our bats were changing. And uh, they yep. took her out and brought in the lefty, uh, I believe, lively. And, and, um, and, and we just, when we um, went back out on defense, we made two, two crucial defensive plays that gave them two runs. And... Um, um, and, I, and, I mean, it just took the wind out of our sail. Um, but I think what it did, Jared, is um, I think our team is finding out that they can do this. And I think it's been a while since they've had that feeling. And, um, again, there's no moral victories, but the closer you get to knocking one of these teams off, you get that taste. And when you get that taste in your mouth, uh, it tastes good, and you want it. And you want more of it. And, um and I just feel like we're we're close, you know. What I mean, we're going to get a chance this weekend again at uh, five good teams, and and um, that's why we set up the, the schedule. And um, I don't regret it one bit. I, I'm thrilled we're getting better. And uh, I think if we would if we would have played um, the first week like we played this last week weekend, I don't think we'd have been two and three in the first week. So I just. I know, I can see it. Our coaching staff can see it, and the people that are watching us play, uh, I think they they can see that this program's on the right path. Uh, one thing, one thing in particular, I take out of this game, and you know, again, I mean, I I got to go back and talk about freeze here for a minute. The fact that she was able to cause Jalen Ford, who came in um, to finish up and save the game for JMU, but the fact that was able to come in and hold Jalen Ford off the bases and cause her to go 0 for 4 after she has been completely destroying pretty much every pitcher she's faced, um, you know, sells out a really, really good game for her um, in, in that fact and, you know, a good, a good future and outlook for the rest of the season. Coach, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back on the other side here on – TCRS, and we will talk about this weekend's slate at the Mary Nutter Classic. This is TCRS presented by Vinci and live on the 100% Food Hotline. Hey, this is Ashley Carter, former professional softball player for the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Make sure you guys check out VinciPro.com, makers of high-quality baseball and softball equipment. Make sure you don't go on the field without it. And go on VinciPro.com to check out and get your own very custom glove and use discount code HC01 to get 15% off your total score today. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here live on TCRS, the Coach Road Show, brought to you by on the 100% Food Hotline. Blast off with 100% food, probably the most effective meal. Check them out at SpaceNutrientStation.com, and Vinci is online at VinciPro.com for all your baseball and softball glove needs. Coach, looking ahead to this weekend, the Mary Nutter Classic, San Diego State, Washington Cal State Fullerton, who Missy Takiaho is, for those that don't know, transfer from Washington to Cal State. I had a chance to see her play last year at the Judy Garman Classic. You did as well, Coach. This is a very, very good player that, that Cal State Fullerton has. Um, Michigan and Oregon. So 
really three of the teams are, are what we could consider, you know, powerhouse teams. Washington so far having quality wins against Oklahoma, Minnesota, Notre Dame, and Central Florida, Michigan um, having swept Florida State and run ruling South Florida, and then uh, Oregon losing to Kentucky and losing two out of three to another very, very powerful team in Louisiana Lafayette. But as we were talking before we came on every day, Coach, had the Reagan Cajuns had that series this early up in, in Eugene, you know, chances are they, they probably don't come away with those, with those uh, two games there. So looking over your guys' schedule in Palm Springs, your thoughts just going into the weekend and not only on these teams, but just how good it's going to be for your program and these kids at this point to face off again against teams of this caliber. Well, I, I, um, we're thrilled. I, I can't wait to, you know, I want to get a couple of days of uh, practice this year to get our girls going again and, and, um, you know, just kind of getting that stuff going here. But I mean, this is why we played the schedule. I mean, I want to go play these great teams and these great programs. And, uh, we, you know, we talk about those powerhouses, but um, uh, I think we'd be making a huge m- mistake if we didn't be ta- – you know, if we weren't talking about Fullerton and San Diego State as well. Very well coached um, in the hotbed of uh, softball. Um, so these are going to be uh, – you know, none of these teams are going to be um, fearing us. And so um, I just look at it as an opportunity – to go out here and, and let's go try to knock off um, these teams and see where it lands us. And if we, if we just continue to get better, if we just continue, like I talk about, having a great practice today, um, this, this program will continue to, 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 you know, to go the way we want it to. And, um, and we'll go give these teams a great match. But um, I'm excited. I, I just – it gives you a um, – it gives you a, um, a bearing of where you are, and um, I think our girls are excited, and uh, uh, we're not going to shy away. We've already played the number two team. We've already played the number uh, – uh, or the number three team, the number 11 team, the number 15 team. I, I mean, we're not going to shy away from, from any of these teams, and I don't know where Washington is. They're probably, they're probably playing the best of anybody in the country. Um, I look at their schedule. I mean, they've beaten uh, Oklahoma, Minnesota – Notre Dame, um, their only loss was to A&M. Um, they scored nine runs against UCF, who, um, for, for, for those people who have never seen Tournier pitch, I'm not sure if she pitched in that game or not, but they don't give up runs. And um, nope. so they've scored runs against all these teams. So I'm excited to, to see where, where we stand up, but I think they're probably the hottest team in America at this point in time. Um and then, you know, Michigan is who they are, um, really good, obviously. Um, got a chance to play them last year um, uh, four times, so uh, know what they're all about and really respect yeah. Coach, let me, Coach, let me jump in, there, jump in here on, on Michigan. Knowing what you know about that program, one, you got to be feeling pretty confident just being able to, to coach against Michigan, but then how does that? How do you translate that confidence that you have personally going up against this team to your players? Well, I unfortunately I don't get to play, um, so I just gotta you know just give our girls as much inf- information about them 
um, educate them as much as I can about who they are and what they like, you know, to do. And um, I'll, I'm going to tell them this. Um, un- understand they, they play the game the right way. They have some kids that play very, very hard. They love to play, and it's very easy to see. And they're a program I want to mimic on that. Um, so it'll be a good deal for our kids, you, you know, to see another program that I respect a ton. I respect Hutch and um, their staff and what they do. They work extremely hard and they get their kids to play um, off the charts. And so, um, you know, I, I, you know, we we just got to go go play, Jared. That's the biggest thing here is just um, don't worry about the, the uh, name on their uh, chest. Let's just go play. And uh, coach, go ahead, Oregon. What were you about to say with them before I jump in? Um, you know, Oregon the same the same way. I mean, obviously won the Pac-12. Um, uh, I don't know if it's three in a row, um, two in a row at least, and um, uh, World Series bound, and and I played them a bunch at, at Florida as well. So very uh, familiar with Coach White and um, and their staff, and got a lot of respect for them and what they do. And um, so it's just going to be a tough test, and we're going to see great pitching. Um, out of all these schools, we're going to see uh, athleticism and um, just good softball. It's going to be great to be in Palm Springs, where this time of year is the who's who of college softball. Coach, a couple non, uh, non-softball questions here with pitchers and catchers in camp now. Who is your favorite MLB team? I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> all how, the way. How far – how far can they take it this year? Well, I mean, I, I think they've got a chance. I mean, um, you know, it's all about well, – I always think it's all about these teams. It's just they're, they're no different than any of us. It's all about mo- – you know, there's probably eight to ten Major League Baseball teams that have a legitimate chance, and they're one of those teams. And um, it's all about how they play together and they get along in the clubhouse and they, they become a team. And, and – um, and when they when they do that, you know, in that little stadium and that little clubhouse that they, they they've got, if they're tight, they're a tough group, you, you know, to beat. And um, it's one of the reasons I respect the San Francisco Giants. They do it every year, and and um, and they do it with that team mentality. And and whether whether you're a rookie or a veteran, and so I'm just hoping that they can uh, they can get that going. And uh, John Farrell, I hope he's healthy and feeling good. And you know, he's an ex. Uh, Oklahoma State coach, and uh, so it's kind of cool to have him a part of this place too. So it's just kind of a it's kind of a neat deal to have them. Uh, coach, last question for you. We only have about two minutes left, so really quick answer here. When you look back at this uh, at this last weekend at the Michelle Smith Invitational, what did it mean for you all to be down there as part of this, knowing that it was to help raise awareness for pediatric cancer? Well, I, I think we got a we got an opportunity to, to go to a banquet on Saturday evening, and um, the, um, the executive director of the um, Pediatric Can- Can- Cancer Foundation had come in, and they told us some alarming stats that only 4 to 5% of every dollar raised ever goes to pediatric cancer. It always goes to... Um, areas that there's uh, that there's that they feel like it's a need for, and 
So I think for us it was very important to hear that, um, that we know that we can make a difference. We're around kids. We are kids. Um, we're around these young kids all the uh, time. So I think it was very good for us to be a part of that. It's going to be, be become a mission of our program um, to to take a larger role in that. And I think it was just a great opportunity to be around Michelle and all these other great, great, great teams. And the city of Clearwater absolutely ran an unbelievable tournament. They were great hosts. And it's a tournament that we'll go back to each year as long as they'll have us back. And really quick, I want to let everybody know we will have a change in the programming Next Monday, um, we are going to plan on a 1 o'clock start for for this show, Coach. Um, so that will be next Monday. Everybody, make sure you're watching, you know, our social media, which is at um, TCR Show, and then um, Facebook.com slash The CR Show. And I'm sure you guys will have it up on your Twitter as well. I will be flying back from James Madison University. I'm going out there to cover their game, so we will uh, definitely keep everybody updated on that. Coach, all the best in Palm Springs, and we'll look forward to talking with you next Monday after some big wins. Sounds great. Thank you, Jared. This has been TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. Make sure you guys jump on uh, Twitter. Make sure you guys follow Blake and Abby at TCR show that's TCR show on Twitter make sure you follow us on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash the CR show and again make sure you are watching our social media as well as the OSU social media um, especially Sunday night Monday morning um, Monday morning in particular and we will keep everybody updated, but plan on joining myself and Coach Gajewski here on TCRS next Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. As always, it's been a great show brought to you today by Vinci. Check them out, vincipro.com. And we were live on the 100% Food Hotline, SpaceNutrientStation.com. Later times, everybody.